Brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. Welcome to uh, another episode of Honest Money. We're, we're I'm, I'm hoping uh, to use a dad joke that this is going to be an interesting topic because we're we're talking about um, interest rates uh, and and especially um, you know how are these uh, rising and high interest rates affecting you uh, in your daily life. Uh, and th- this is kind of a, a tricky topic for me. So I'm, I always try and kind of bring in the big guns when I can. So I'm, I'm thrilled today uh, to, to invite Natalie Anderson, who's an investment specialist at Prescient Investment Management to join us. Natalie, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Warren. It's cool to be here. So, so Natalie, this, uh, y- you know, when we talk about interest rates, it's, it's kind of a sensitive topic for a lot of people who, uh, you know, for example, have debt and, uh, you, you know, they, they hate this idea that, you know, th- their debt it's getting more expensive, and you know they don't really uh, want to kind of hear about this more. But but I think it's a, you know it's a it's a really key point, right? Is uh, you know uh, you know just from my own perspective, when you look at the the world of inflation, you know if, for us in South Africa, you, you know we're we're a little bit used to inflation nowadays. You know we we we've had inflation all our lives, and and so you know if you're sitting in America or in in Europe or in the UK, uh, you, you know they they pretty much for almost two decades haven't really had to worry about inflation. It's been very low, and all of a sudden they're sitting with inflation rates that are double ours. And actually, the only real medicine for high inflation is interest rates. It's 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 the reserve banks have to push up interest rates to to solve the problem. I don't know if you feel like I've got a grip on that, or is there, is, is that is that too simplistic? Yeah. So I think it's just important, as you said, to take a step back and look at our current environment. You're definitely right that the reserve bank and central banks across the world need to raise rates to curb inflation. But why are we in this environment in the first place? Since COVID globally and in South Africa particularly, we are experiencing high inflation. And, you know, there's so many reasons that that comes about, but the main thing is due to supply and demand. So if you look at an example, um, say Russia invading Ukraine, Russia is one of the world's biggest oil exporters. So now that we're having a shortage in terms of that supply, it's really impacting the oil prices. And now as consumers, we feel that in our fuel prices, and I'm sure we are all really feeling that at the moment. So that's really feeding in and that's driving up prices as well as demand for more goods and services. So that's basically how we're getting to this high inflation in the first place. And basically one of the tools that the Reserve Bank has in its in its toolkit is, is raising interest rates. That's one of the best ways to curb inflation, as you said. So, yeah, you are correct in your understanding of it. And I think just to, you know, one thing that uh, a lot of people, and especially, you know, kind of our younger listeners wouldn't necessarily appreciate is, you know, um, you know, why is inflation such a big issue? Why are we worried about it? Why don't we just ignore it? I think as inflation pushes on, it, it, it impacts our cost of living. So basically what it does is it reduces our purchasing power. So everything becomes more expensive and our our money means less to us. So it is quite a big concern for governments and central banks. It really is something that they need to get under control. Otherwise, we're going to have another Zimbabwe situation on our hands where, you know, money means nothing. And, And it's really important in our economy to make sure that our purchasing power is, you know, it holds. 
So I mean, I try. I think in pictures. So I always try and think of inflation as a as a really big boulder that's you know that's sitting on the top of a very steep hill, and if you let that boulder pick up any kind of speed, it becomes impossible to to stop it. You know, and then it just crashes everything in its path. And and you know, financially, that's what inflation is. So, so yes, uh, you know, interest rates going up is is nasty medicine, and and but the illness is far worse than the medicine. So so I think we, uh, you know, it's not we're not here to kind of defend central bank. And, 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 you know, if, if we thought they were making a mistake, we would say so. But, but certainly from my perspective, um, I am old enough to know what, uh, what bad inflation looks like. And I don't like that. I would hate for that to repeat again. So I think it's, it is right. I think what, what the central bank is doing is, is correct. And certainly it's interesting to know how, how good our central bank is because, you know, our central bank was quite early on this, you know, whereas the Americans were still saying, no, uh, this is what they call transitory inflation. And it's just going to come and go. And our central bank was saying, no, no, inflation's here to stay. We need to start raising rates. And, and that meant that early action by, by the South African Reserve Bank, uh, you know, kind of makes the medicine a bit easier to deal with. We didn't have to take such big doses as, as the rest of the world now has to deal with. You know, they've got 18% inflation in, the, in, in some of the developed countries you know we're, we're complaining because of seven and a half or whatever it is um you know and believe me when, when your when your food price goes up by 18 percent and your fuel price and your cost of your house and everything else you know it doesn't take long before your money can can afford to buy you absolutely nothing and i think it's a it's a key point in this whole thing we have to deal with this inflation yeah i mean i think while it hurts in the short term it's something that is absolutely necessary for our reserve bank to do we can't we can't let it continue like this so yeah, it's not great for consumers, but it's something that has to happen. So, so what does it mean now for, for consumers? What should they be looking at? What should they be doing? Basically, I think I actually just want to take a step back and just look at and how raising rates actually reduces inflation, because I think that's also important for people to understand. So basically, an interest rate is, is the borrowing cost of a loan. So basically, when, when the banks raise interest rates, that essentially means that it becomes more expensive for consumers to borrow. So we all stop borrowing less, and as a result, we'll all stop spending less. So when people stop spending, that obviously reduces demand and supply um, for, oh, sorry, not, not supply, it just reduces demand for goods and services in the economy. And as a result, that starts to drop the prices again, and therefore curbs inflation. Okay, so 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 let me think it through in, in my own life. So if I if I find I'm I'm using a bit more of my monthly salary just to pay off my home loan and my car debt, etc., means I've got less money to spend on on other goods and services, and, and so it, it naturally just forces me because of that to spend less on 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 let's say more discretionary items, and, and I have to spend it more on my food and my accommodation, my fuel, whatever the deal is. And and the hope then is that uh, because I'm spending a bit less on the other things, it's it slows that inflation monster down, and 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 we get it under control again. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it in terms of a practical example, I just read an article that said a 25% basis point increase on a million rand home loan increases your monthly payment amount by 250 rand. So if we look at it in that way, I mean, it really does add up. And we just had a 75 basis point increase last week. So it really can affect your budget. And it's not just home loans, it's your credit card, it's your vehicle financing, it's all forms of personal credit that get affected by this. So it, it definitely does put a lot of pressure on the consumer budget. And the spending on non-essentials, non-discretionary you know, discretionary spending is definitely going to be reduced. And the, so there will be some sectors 
like retailers, luxury goods, that's definitely going to be affected worse than other sectors, but the demand overall will reduce. Okay. And and maybe the flip side of that is that the people sitting with cash, you know, let, let's say all, especially older retired people who, who hate low interest rates, they, they, they're probably the ones that are, are smiling a bit more because now, you know, the money that they've got sitting on deposit or, you know, in, in income funds, et cetera, that's going to earn them a bit more that, than it was in the past. So so on the other side of it, for, for the consumers with money and with investments in, in broader money markets, this this isn't bad news. This is good news for them. Yeah, I mean, it definitely changes the way we view spending or, or saving. So when you are saving something, it's definitely, I mean, would you keep your money in a bank account if it was going to, or a savings account if it was going to pay you 15% rather than 10%? Would you still want to take on the risk in investing in equities if your savings account was giving you, you know, a, a high rate? Would you still want to invest in that? So are you going to spend on your credit card if the interest rate goes up? I mean, I saw a stat, the average South African has 21,000 rand on average on a, on a credit card. And so, yeah, it definitely benefits the people that are sitting in their savings. They are earning high interest rates. So it definitely encourages saving rather than spending. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, you know, that, that, that's maybe the, the, the point here is, you know, if, if we're taking uh, – you know, bitter tasting medicine that we all hate. Uh, you know, if it's if it's giving us good outcomes, then then that's maybe the way to make peace with this horrible situation we're in. Uh, we're not being punished for for no reason. Uh, we, we're we're being get, given medicine for a, for a potentially much more uh, much bigger economically damaging problem. Yeah, and I mean, in terms of our personal investments, we can also see, you know, if we're invested in fixed income, we are earning a higher interest rate because we are now the lenders of that fixed income. So we're getting a higher rate. Yes, rising rates are not as great because it's going to affect the capital of our of our fixed interest um, investments. But the rising rates helps with that, as opposed to equities where, you know, people stop spending so much businesses, they start to lose out on their earnings. So maybe their stock prices start to go down, therefore, affecting the the equity investment yeah and i think maybe, you know, maybe for someone uh, listening who has debt you know and, and feels quite despondent about this because we're sounding so upbeat we're not i mean i think it's a it's a, it, it is a tough situation but but also to remember that that interest rates um do move in cycles so the fact that we are in a cycle now where interest rates have been rising quite a lot uh, it's important to know that, that that in in the near future, who knows exactly when? We're certainly not here to make a prediction, but but interest rates will stop rising at some point, and whether it be in in a few months or a couple, you know, maybe a bit longer. And then at some point that cycle turns further, and and then interest rates start to decline again, and then then we get a bit of breathing room. So so I think it's important to know that you know that uh, you know markets, uh, whether it's interest rate markets or stock markets, they don't just go in one direction forever. So we're we're in a tough market now for for rising rates, that that will turn again. And and if you're sitting with debt, just you know bite the bullet, try and pay off your debts as much as you can, uh, and and you know you will get breathing room in in the future. So. So, so Natalie, um, um, I'm con- I'm conscious of of time. Always, we we these shows always fly by for me. But but I just thought I wanted to give you the chance if there if there was something else that you you wanted to discuss uh, uh, around interest rates before we get to my my favorite question. Um, yeah, I think I'll just reiterate what you just said that while it it's tough right now and we're all taking a lot of pain because of the high interest rates, there are benefits um, 
to the rates because we need to curb inflation. So, I mean, you, you have a, from a financial advisor perspective, you can obviously say what the clients need to do, how to relook at their budgets, how to, you know, prioritize their financial goals and, and how to make it work in the interim. But it's not all doom and gloom because, as you say, it, it will turn around. Okay, great. Thank you, Natalie. And and then to my my favorite question uh, for for all our new guests, uh, if you were to meet your, your yourself now, coming uh, you know kind of hitting the job market for the first time, or or maybe even earlier, even leaving Rusty, whatever you would like to to kind of uh, picture yourself at, uh, what would be the one lesson you would like to teach your your younger self now with with the benefit of your your experience that you've gathered? I wish I could go back (laughs) 10 years ago and teach myself about the importance of the time value of money. Because I really think as a young person, you don't understand how important it is to start saving when you're young and how, you know, how those monthly, even if it's a tiny little monthly contribution, you know, we, when we all start working, we all think we're poor, we can't afford to save, but it's actually one of the most important things you can do is just to start young. And I wish I, I wish I could go back and start. Uh, I think uh, I hope someone's listening to you that's about to start their their first working <laughs> uh, month and 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 they take that message because it's it's such a powerful uh, a powerful message to to land. So Natalie Anderson, thank you so much for joining us. It was a real pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much, Warren. Brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. 